Lecture topic. Praising Allah in difficult times. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi alladhina astafa. Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. وَقُلِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ وَسَلَامٌ عَلَىٰ عِبَادِهِ الَّذِينَ اصْطَفَىٰ اللَّهُ خَيْرٌ أَمَّا يُشْرِكُونَ قَالَ تَعَالَىٰ وَآخِرُ دَعْوَاهُمْ عَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَظِيمُ Most respected Allah Kiram, brothers and elders, The Quran Sharif is the Kitab of Allah wa Taala. It is the greatest mu'jiza and miracle that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was granted. In one Hadith Sharif, Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam says that all the Anbiya of Allah wa Taala were granted some miracle, some mu'jiza. What I was granted is the Quran Sharif. The miracles of the Anbiya والسلام, was confined to their lifetime. The Quran Sharif, Rasulullah left this dunya, but his mu'jiza of the Quran Sharif is still Qiyamad. This is the book of Allah, wa ta'ala, the book of Hidayat. Now, this great kalam of Allah Ta'ala this mu'jiza and miracle that Allah Ta'ala granted Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam which was above every other miracle so we can never imagine the greatness of this Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala himself has described it well Quran Al-Azim the Quran Al-Azim the very very great book of Allah Ta'ala what can we imagine how great it is So this whole Quran Sharif now commences with Surah Al-Fatiha. So already that highlights the significance of Surah Fatiha. Because something so great that we cannot imagine its greatness. So how it will commence obviously will be of a, a very great level within the Quran Sharif itself. And Surah Al-Fatiha commences with Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alam Surah Al-Fatiha commences with the praise of Allah Ta'ala so now the entire Quran Sharif is greatness, we can't imagine how great and this commences with Surah Al-Fatiha and the opening words of Surah Al-Fatiha is the Hamd, the praises of Allah Ta'ala And Allah Ta'ala says that the last word of a mu'min also is وَآخِرُ دَعْوَاهُمْ أَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِ right from the beginning to the end is the praise of Allah Ta'ala and in the life that Rasulullah Wasallam taught us to lead what kind of life a mu'min should lead among the highlights of these teachings of the Mubarak Sunnah of Rasulullah Wasallam, obviously the first thing is that a person when his eyes open he now awakens now everything starts off from the time he awakens otherwise while he was asleep he was very similar to a person that has died now he opened his eyes Nabi Wasallam's teaching start off with the hamd with the praises of Allah Ta'ala Alhamdulillahi alladhi ahyana ba'dama amatana wa ilayhim nushur All praise due to Allah Ta'ala Who gave me life after death This was a kind of death, sleep Person doesn't know what's going on around him Allah Ta'ala gave him another chance in life And wa ilayhim nushur One day we are all going to be resurrected In the court of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala And the last thing that a person goes to sleep here again he praises Allah wa ta'ala. so many du'as 
when a person finally goes to sleep, it's all filled with the praises of Allah Ta'ala. Allahumma inni aslamtu nafsi ilayk, wa wajjahtu wajhi ilayk, wa fawadtu amri ilayk, wa aljahtu zahri ilayk, rahbatan wa rahbatan ilayk, la malja'a wa la manja'a minka illa ilayk. All this is an expression, Ya Allah, everything is for you alone. So I've submitted myself entirely to you alone. So this hamd, now especially in times when there's so many difficulties, so many hardships, so many situations of grief, so many things that have become challenging, so many a times, mashallah, engage ourselves in many things, but sometimes we forget something very, very important. And that extremely important aspect is the hamd of Allah Ta'ala. To praise Allah Ta'ala. Hazrat Aisha Siddiqa radiallahu ta'ala anha, she says when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa used to see something that would please him. Anything now, all the time, during the day, so many times, you see something, it became a source of some happiness, something that you felt good about. Immediately Nabi Islam would decide, Alhamdulillahilladhi bi ni'matihi tatimmus salihat. Allah's praise. All praise is due to Allah Ta'ala. With whose favor every good thing reaches completion. And if he saw something that was unpleasant, now if this seeing something pleasant, something pleasing, so there it hung, something unpleasant. So among the things that have been mentioned is, immediately Nabi Islam would decide, Alhamdulillahi ala kulliha. All praise due to Allah Ta'ala in every condition. Whether condition of ease or whether adversity. Whether it is health or whether it is sickness. Whether it is of prosperity or whether it is of adversity. In every condition, Nabi Islam is teaching us, Alhamdulillahi ala kulli hal. Now there are many many things that we have been taught in the ahadith that when there is a calamity, there is a difficulty, there is a challenge, there is some hardship. So what should a person engage in? What becomes a means of removing difficulties and hardships? What becomes a means of protection for a person from difficulties and hardships? And on this point, the aspect of means. One is what we are accustomed to, the means that we can see with our eyes, the means that we can feel with our hands, the means that are visible, perceptible, apparent means, so that too is means. And dunya is Darul Asbab, it's a place of means, we'll adopt those means also, provided it's within the limits of Sharia. But above these means, are the means that connect ourselves directly to the unseen system of Allah Ta'ala. And that make it possible for a person to draw from the unseen treasures of Allah Ta'ala. <coughs> which are limitless. And this is, these are the means that we have to adopt before anything. Before anything and everything, a person should adopt these means. And then he adopts the asbab e zahiri, the apparent means. For example, there's some illness. Person is sick. So now what should he do? So among the things that have been taught to us in the Hadith Sharif, it's like in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala gives us this message and lesson, is dua. That a person should turn to Allah Ta'ala in dua. Ud'uni astajib lakum. Allah Ta'ala says, call unto me, I'll answer your dua. So dua, now one is we understand dua in a very very formal manner that a person now and the more of these etiquettes that he adopts, the more the effect in the dua will come. That he is in a state of wudu, maybe he even performed turakas nafil first, or he did some other amal, he made tilawat of the Quran Sharif, he made some tasbihat, and now he's sitting facing the qibla, and he raises his hands and then fulfilling all the various other etiquettes of dua 
among which is to start off with the praises of Allah Ta'ala. That is the etiquette of dua. And that is the correct procedure of dua. One person started off dua, Nabi Sallallahu overheard him. He did not recite any praises on, of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala and he did not recite durood on Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he finished off like that as well. Nabi Sallallahu said, you have been very hasty. You have been very hasty, you missed out what's going to bring the effect in the dua. And what's going to make it become accepted in the court of Allah Ta'ala. So the etiquette of dua to recite the praises of Allah Ta'ala first, then durood upon Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi then acknowledging one's weaknesses, one's sins, and asking Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness, and then asking whatever he wishes, and finishing off in the same manner, with the durood of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, durood upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and finally again the hamd of Allah Ta'ala. That's the etiquette of dua, and that's what's taught in the Hadith Sharif. So now one of the things that become a very very effective means of drawing the help of Allah Ta'ala and also a means of protection from difficulties and hardships is Dua. So now we should engage as much as this is the unseen means which comes before any means. Now the person got sick, one is this formal Dua but at that moment they may not have been the opportunity to engage in all these aspects before a person does something. It was like almost an emergency but even in that emergency he can first connect his heart to Allah Ta'ala what time does it take to start asking Allah Ta'ala from his heart all this is in your control you are the supreme controller of everything sickness comes from you shifa comes from you also you grant shifa in Afiyat he made dua he connected himself to the unseen means and especially when there are such halat, such circumstances and conditions like we are facing. So now the dua should increase. Many times the person spends a lot of time talking about some issue and discussing some problem. So a lot of discussion went in there, a lot of time was spent in it. But after that then what? One is now, he, it was being discussed with somebody that can help him in something. He's talking to a person who can assist him in some matter. Somebody who is needing the treatment from, so he has to explain his problem. But now the whole day goes in just that discussion only. If even one portion of that time, 10% of that time was spent in dua, that would have been a great benefit for him. So now we should be increasing our dua, talking to Allah Ta'ala. They are talking to the makhluk, it's time to turn to Allah and talk to the khaliq. So we should be engaging in dua. Then Nabi Salaam says in the Hadith Sharif, Bakiru bis sadaqa, fa inna al-bala'a la yatakhattaha, aw kama qala al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Be quick in giving sadaqa, because calamities can't overtake it. A person should make this his daily mamul, daily routine, some amount. It doesn't have to be anything big if he can manage one rand, he'll give one rand. He can manage five rand, he'll give five rand. He can manage something more, he'll give more. But there shouldn't be a day that has passed in a mu'min's life without sadaqah being given. So sadaqah protects a person. But that sadaqah also must be wholehearted. But actually regarded as the favor of the person who has accepted it. A time will come before Qiyamah when a person will be going around looking for somebody to accept what he wants to spend now in the path of Allah Ta'ala. Nobody will want to take it because at that time the earth will spew out all its treasures. And besides that, that is at the very tail end of things, such barakat will descend. That there won't be any person, he, each person will say, I want to give mine, where I want to take yours. Can you imagine that time? That a person won't find an avenue to spend in the path of Allah Ta'ala. So now it's a favor of the person who is receiving it. That is the way to understand it. And to give it wholeheartedly. That is that sadaqah which is with full sincerity. And with that happiness of the heart. Wholeheartedly a person is giving purely for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. 
So every day there should be some sadaqah. The dua should be increased. Sadaqah should be increased. Whatever is manageable for. How much one can manage with? Somebody can manage one rand a day, he'll give one rand a day. Somebody can manage five rand a day, he'll give five rand. Somebody ten rand, he'll give ten rand. So sadaqah daily. And then increasing istighfar. We discussed this Hadith Sharif many times. It's something to imprint on our hearts. Man lazim al-istighfar ja'ala Allahu lahu min kulli dhiqin bakhraja. The person who holds fast onto istighfar, meaning it's like this naturally just flowing from him. Like it becomes almost like he's breathing. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimeen. And especially this particular istighfar, which has a Tunusari salatu salam recited, which Allah Ta'ala mentions, gives us in the Quran Sharif. Especially when there's a calamity, there are difficulties, there are challenges, there's grief. This is an extremely effective tasbih and istighfar which Allah Ta'ala has given us in the Qur'an Sharif. فَذَنُّونِ إِذْذَهَبَ مُغَادِبًا فَظَنَّ أَلَّا نَقْدِرَ عَلَيْهِ فَنَادَى فِي الظُّلُمَاتِ اللَّهَ إِلَهَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ سُبْحَانَكَ إِنِّي كُنْتُ مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ When he carried on calling to Allah Ta'ala with these kalimat لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ سُبْحَانَكَ إِنِّي كُنْتُ مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ Allah we accepted his call and we gave him relief from that grief. وَكَذَلِكَ nunjil الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And likewise we'll give salvation to the believers till Qiyamah. This wasn't confined for him alone. Allah Ta'ala opened it out for everybody. So dua, to increase the dua and to increase the sadaqah and to increase the istighfar walking, driving, coming, going repeatedly and in the plural nastaghfirullah with the noon in the beginning making the niyat of making istighfar on behalf of the whole ummah Allah we all are making istighfar nastaghfirullah some mashayikh have been emphasizing minimum 300 times a day minimum 300 times a day but that nastaghfirullah 300 times doesn't even take 10 minutes to and while walking, coming, going as much as we can. So these are things to be done. Dua, sadaqah, istighfar. But together with these and many other amal as well. One very, very great amal. Which somehow, it often just gets neglected or, or mind doesn't go to it. It's the hamd of Allah wa ta'ala. The Hadith Sharif it is mentioned that on the day of Qiyamad on the day of Qiyamad people will be in this very very severe situation the sun will be barely above the heads of people people will be almost drowning in their perspiration can we imagine that situation beyond our imagination those who Allah Ta'ala who had been obedient to Allah Ta'ala who were doing what Allah Ta'ala wanted them to do they were making Tawbah and Istighfar over their mistakes and they had been trying their best they will be the special ones who will be given the shade of the Arsh of Allah Ta'ala otherwise people will be in this very very severe situation such a severe situation that people will even start thinking that even if I am meant to go to Jahannam Nauzubillah but I will get out of this little realizing that that will be worse can we imagine the severity of that situation? And now in order to relieve themselves of this situation, how do we come out of this? What do we do? So, okay, why don't we go and ask the Anbiya to intercede on behalf of the people gathered here now, the whole humanity. They'll come to Adam and they will ask him, please you intercede. So he'll say, look, I made one mistake. I can't, I got no courage today. They'll come to it. Musa they'll come to Isa they'll come to all the Anbiya one after the other and each one will excuse himself look today I don't have this himmat and courage I, it's beyond me today eventually people will come to Rasulullah Allah will will it to happen in this way because if they came immediately to him his rank wouldn't have become manifest 
But now that they went through everybody and everyone excused themselves, now the rank of Rasulullah becomes manifest. So in any case, then Nabi says that I will then go and make sajda in front of the arsh of Allah Ta'ala. And then the aspect that is linked to what we are discussing, Nabi says, فَأَحْمَدُهُ بِمَحَامِدَ لَمْ يَحْضُرْنِ الْآنِ One rewired, يُلْهِمُنِيهِ Rabbi. I will then engage in the hamd and in the praises of my Rabb. Such praises, now who could have ever praised Allah Ta'ala better than Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Subhanallah, if you look into the hadith and in, the, in particular in the du'as of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, where the amount of hamd and the various ways in which he made the hamd of Allah Ta'ala, which nobody but the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala could have done it. This too is his mu'jiza. To have praised Allah Ta'ala in those words and in that manner. This is not anybody's job. It's only Nabi Salaam's mu'jiza. Alhamdulillah, hamdan, Alhamdulillah, Ya Allah, perpetual praises for you like you are perpetual. وَلَكَ الْحَمْدُ حَمْدًا خَالِدًا مَعَ الْخُلُودِكَ وَلَكَ الْحَمْدُ حَمْدًا لَا مُنْتَهَا لَهُ دُونَ مَشِيَتِكَ Ya Allah, never ending praises. وَلَكَ الْحَمْدُ حَتَّى تَرْضَى وَلَكَ الْحَمْدُ بَعَدَ الْرِدَائِ Allah, so much praises until you become pleased. Allah, more praises even after you become pleased. Allah Ta'ala loves this hamd. One person behind Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in his salah when he woke up after the ruku, so Allah Ta'ala inspired his heart and he recited after the ruku, Rabbana lakal hamdu hamdan kathiran tayyiban mubarakan fee. This is full with the praise of Allah Ta'ala. Allah for you, excessive praises, most pure praises, and filled with blessings. After the salah, Nabi Islam asked, who said something? So first everybody kept quiet, they thought maybe something was wrong. Was done was wrong. Eventually, when he asked again, this person said, I, I said this. And this last one said, I saw more than 30 angels rushing to take the reward of this. So now this hum. Now, Nabi Islam, there was nobody that had praised Allah Ta'ala anywhere close to the manner in which Nabi Islam praised. But Nabi Islam says, on the day of Qiyamah, when I will praise Allah Ta'ala there, even I am not aware right now of how beautifully I'll praise Him. Allah Ta'ala will inspire me at that time. In such ways and such words I will praise Allah Ta'ala that Allah Ta'ala will then respond and say Ya Muhammad irfa' ra'asak sal tu'ta washfa' tu shaffa O Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam raise your hand now raise your head now the sajda that you have been making raise your head from the sajda You've praised me so much, now sal tu'ta, you ask what you ask will be given. Intercede, your intercession will be accepted. Now the very big lesson we learn here, that on the day of Qiyamah, when there will be that difficulty which cannot be compared with anything, of dunya, nothing of dunya can be compared to that challenge, of that moment. Nothing of dunya can be compared to the intensity of that moment. All the difficulties of dunya are not even a fraction compared to it. And the whole humanity will be in this situation. Besides those who Allah Ta'ala's grace has come upon them and they have been in the shade of the arsh of Allah Ta'ala. But now what was the key to relieving this moment? What will become the key to relieving this moment? The hamd of Allah Ta'ala. The praises of Allah Ta'ala. This will become the key to removing this difficulty. That now the intercession will be accepted and the Hisab Kitab will commence and those who are due to go to Jannat will move on to Jannat. Otherwise everybody will be still held up there. Now if that great difficulty of the day of Qiyamah will be relieved by the hamd and the praises of Allah Ta'ala, then what about these small difficulties of dunya? So we should be increasing these hamd and praises of Allah Ta'ala in the simple manner. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Allah Ta'ala has given us the opening of the Quran Sharif with hamd Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah and you look at the whole day of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam 
all the duas that he taught us filled with this hum filled with this hum so this hum throughout the day repeatedly alhamd praise of Allah tabarakallah any pain any difficulty alhamdulillah ala kulli hal this is part of sabr also that we turn to Allah ta'ala alone one Buzrug says pious person of the past he says whenever some difficulty comes upon me any difficulty any pain any anything negative I praise Allah Ta'ala four times I praise Allah Ta'ala four times Subhanallah a difficulty our mind doesn't go towards praise so I praise Allah Ta'ala four times the first praise to Allah Ta'ala is that whatever has come it was not worse than this Alhamdulillah Allah Ta'ala saved me from being afflicted by something worse so this too is hum. this is also an occasion of hum. then the second thing is that I praise Allah Ta'ala for having given me the tawfiq of reciting inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un because I recited Alhamdulillah I praise Allah Ta'ala on this tawfiq and I then have full hope in the reward from Allah Ta'ala over it inna lillah wa inna ilayhi raji'un Nabi Salaam says no ummah has been given a gift like this ummah has been given at the time of any difficulty the gift of inna lillah wa inna ilayhi raji'un unfortunately our recitation of inna lillah is confined to just the recitation of the tongue but there's no reflection about it upon it there's no pondering with the heart the heart is not conscious of what we're reciting as a result we don't get the full benefit of it but if a person really sincerely deeply consciously recites inna lillah and within himself keeps reciting whenever there's some real challenge difficulty grief keeps reciting inna lillah with that consciousness what am I reciting inna lillah all of us belong to Allah alone all of us we all belong to Allah Ta'ala wa inna ilayhi raji'un today somebody else is gone we all are going inna ilayhi raji'un all of us are returning to Allah Ta'ala so now when a person he digests this then he starts feeling consoled that we are all going in the same place so the separation is very temporary the separation is temporary so it's human nature to feel that separation but when a person realizes that he is firmly in his heart that this is a temporary separation it starts making him feel a little lighter so this gift of inna lillah so this person says that I make shukr to Allah Ta'ala and I praise him alhamdulillah and it was your tawfiq you enabled me to recite this inna lillah in the hadith sharif it also mentioned that a person sometimes it might be a long time later also and he remembers that moment of that initial difficulty obviously the intensity felt at that time the same thing when remembered years later sometimes he feels nothing about it Allah Ta'ala has made it the system like that 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 grief gets completely erased he remembers it he remembers how he felt also but he doesn't feel any fraction of it anymore Allah Ta'ala has made it the system like that if that was not the case if that was not the way Allah Ta'ala had made us a person won't be able to continue living but at that time now when he remembered years later and he again recites inna lillah at that time he doesn't feel those emotions but he'll get the same reward of the sabr that he made on the first occasion that time when that grief was at its peak and that pain was at its intense moment in the most intense at that time he made sabr at that time he recited inna lillah what must have been his reward now years later he is remembering this again he recites inna lillah he gets the same reward like he got on the first occasion subhanallah what is the grace of Allah that this little challenge now that occasions of the rewards are never ending 
Every now and again it will come to mind. Something will trigger some memory. And as soon as that memory got triggered, now the emotions are gone. Years later now, the emotions are gone. But the sawab hasn't stopped. Allah Ta'ala's mercy and grace. So you see, I make shuk, I praise Allah Ta'ala on this tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala enabled me to recite this inna lillah. Then I praise Allah Ta'ala that Allah Ta'ala gave me the tawfiq of summer on which I will now be gaining this tremendous reward. I make Allah Ta'ala's shukr upon this and praise Him. And then I praise Allah Ta'ala, Ya Allah, this musibah came, but it didn't come on my deen. There was some sickness, there was some pain, there was some loss, there was some loss of life, there might have been some loss of wealth, there might be some other issue, Allah, whatever it was, but it wasn't a musibah in my deen. Allah, this is your favor that you saved that musibah coming on my deen it came on something else now when a person's heart is brimming with this hamd in this manner being insan he'll feel like other insan people feel but this will become the mask over it one pious woman of the past name doesn't come to mind now something happened and her fingernail came off now can you imagine, it's not a very small thing that, though the fingernail is small, but it's very excruciating, because it's very sensitive. The fingernail comes out, it's very sensitive. So she started smiling. So somebody asked her, but you're smiling, aren't you feeling the pain? She said, I reflected so deeply on the rewards of the summer, it made me forget the pain. That what Allah Ta'ala is blessing me on the summer Allah Ta'ala enabled me to adopt at this moment and now she was aware of the various rewards mentioned in the hadith in the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala is mentioned in Allah Sabirin and innama sabiruna ajrahum hisab in the Quran Sharif in the hadith there are many many things mentioned in terms of the rewards of various things a person does this this is the reward and a person does this this is the reward when it comes to sabr, Allah Ta'ala says, Allah will grant the reward limitless. إِنَّمَا يُوَفَّ الصَّابِرُونَ أَجْرَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابِ So I thought about this so deeply, that my whole thought went so deeply in that I forgot about the pain. It masked the pain. One very senior personality, Qazi Abdul Qadir Sahib Rahmatullahi, he was one of the very seniors in the the work of Dawood, based in Pakistan in Raiwin, he went in a very serious accident. Very serious accident, he was like almost disfigured. So some people of the seniors went to visit him in the hospital. So when they got there, so now they were trying to now say some things which will console him. He started saying things which they got consoled about. He said one is, and Alhamdulillah, this musibah came on my body, not on my deen. The same lesson. I say, Allah Ta'ala shukar, Alhamdulillah. This is ham. That this came on my body, not on my deen. Then, see, the other part of it is, that now this happened to me, you came to visit me, you got such great rewards. 70,000 angels are making dua'i maghfirat for you. So, that too became a ni'mat now. I am making summer, Allah Ta'ala's great blessings are coming and my sins are getting washed away now that positive thinking engaging the mind positively even in this situation who can do it the person whose heart is filled with the hamd of Allah Ta'ala person whose heart is filled with the hamd of Allah Ta'ala he'll be able to turn his heart and mind in this way and otherwise even a small thing will become very very big and a big thing will be even bigger than it. So this, this aspect of the hamd of Allah Ta'ala. In the Hadith Sharif it is mentioned that the poor Sahaba came to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They said, we don't have the opportunity to do what all the wealthier Sahaba are doing. They spend in the path of Allah Ta'ala. They go for Hajj, Umrah. They spend for the cause of Deen. 
and they help the poor and needy. Now they are earning so much of reward with all this. We don't have this opportunity. They left the Hadith Sharif. First Nabi Islam told them one part and then told them the second part. But the lesson in it was, after every Salah, recite ten times Subhanallah, ten times Alhamdulillah. Now part of this prescription was Alhamdulillah. Ten times Alhamdulillah, ten times Allahu Akbar. Now, can we imagine the Sahaba doing all these amal, spending their wealth in the path of Allah Ta'ala, spending in the cause of deen, spending for the poor and needy. And Nabi Islam says, person can spend or nobody can achieve the reward that you will gain out of the recitation of these tasbihah. Any case, they went away, they came back, they said, these Sahaba are doing this also. So Nabi Islam said, you recite it 33 times. Nobody can reach the... Can we imagine now? Spending all this in the path of Allah Ta'ala, but the recitation of these tasbihat, the rewards is far more greater. Part of this prescription is hamd. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So we need to increase this. This hamd of Allah Ta'ala, Ta'ala. In the Hadith Sharif, it's mentioned the person in the morning, he recites this dua, which is filled again with that hamd. Allahumma ma asbaha bi min ni'matin أو بأحد من خلقك فمنك وحدك لا شريك لك فلك الحمد ولك الشكر Allah, whatever bounties I enjoyed this morning every single ni'mat ما أسبح بي من ni'matin Allah, what I have, what anyone in the whole creation has أو بأحد من خلقك فمنك وحدك all this is from you alone you have no partner now, when this has been acknowledged Allah, this is from you alone Ya Allah, all praise is due to you alone. All gratitude to you alone. Nabi Islam says the person decides this kalimat in the morning, فَقَدْ أَدَّى شُكْرَ يَوْمِهِ He has fulfilled the shukr of that day. He recites it in the evening, اللَّهُمَّ مَا أَمْسَى بِي مِن نِعْمَةٍ And if he completes it, he has completed the shukr of the night. Subhanallah. On this, now how many countless blessings of Allah Ta'ala. But by expressing this hamd, expressing this hum there's, there's no time to get into any more examples and details it's filled every morsel a person eats inna allaha yuhibbu ay yuhibbu al-abda ya'kul al-luqmata fayahmadullaha alayha Allah loves that servant of his he eats one morsel he praises Allah Ta'ala he takes one sip he praises Allah Ta'ala every occasion you'll find this hum unfortunately what has become our situation every occasion there's a complaint Every occasion there's a complaint and we've forgotten about the hamd of Allah Ta'ala. Insan is insan. Now if there's some, now somebody asking what's going on, he says, okay, there's a... But now non-stop and finding every moment to just keep... But where's the hamd? Where's the shukr of Allah Ta'ala? That yes, there's one pain, but there's afiyat in the rest of everything. Where's the hamd for that? A person is in afiyat and has no issue from head to toe. There's a slight little difficulty on the toe. He'll complain about that, but forget to make shukr of Allah Ta'ala for the rest of it. You have to increase this hum. Like mentioned, all the other amal. These are all things to be done, which become a means of protection for ourselves, become a means of repelling the difficulties and hardships, dua, sadaqah, and the other amal that have been taught to us in the Quran and Sharif and the Hadith. Together with all this, aspect of hum, to increase the hamd of Allah wa Ta'ala with the tasbihat, Subhanallah, Walhamdulillah, Wala ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar, Ishabbul Kalam ilallah. In Hadith Sharif is mentioned this is among the most beloved of all Kalam to Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. At-Tuhuru Shatrul Iman, Walhamdulillahi Tamlaul Mizan. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Alhamdulillah, the reward of this will fill the scale of good deeds. Subhanallah, can we imagine what is the grace of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala? Allah Ta'ala has opened out this door of hamd and kept it open for us to get closer to Him. This is the prescription to relieve ourselves from the difficulties and hardships. This is the prescription to comfort our grieved hearts. This is the prescription to gain the protection of Allah wa Ta'ala. So this is what we have to attach ourselves to. Allah wa Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'awana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. for a few minutes.
ഹലോ <laughs> ഹലീമുൽ <laughs> കരീം <laughs> 
سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل اسم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هم إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك إله العالمين يا الله most merciful most gracious most kind most loving Allah إله العالمين يا الله forgive us يا الله يا الله forgive us يا الله Allah forgive us ya Allah Allah forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam billahi alamin shower your blessings on the ummah ya Allah Allah remove the difficulties and hardships on the ummah ya Allah illahi alamin remove all the viruses and diseases ya Allah remove all the illnesses ya Allah illahi alamin ya Allah Allah you grant afiat to one and all ya Allah billahi alamin ya Allah we acknowledge all that is happening is due to our sins ya Allah Allah you forgive us ya Allah grant us the tawfiq of those amal that bring down your rahmat ya Allah save us and the entire ummat from such amal that bring down azab ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah you grant us complete iman and yaqeen ya allah ya allah grant our hearts total yaqeen ya allah bless us with tawakkul ya allah bless us with taqwa ya allah bless us with inabat and rujoo ya allah ilahu alamin bless us with all the beautiful and noble qualities ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah remove the love of dunya from our hearts ya allah remove the love of the ego from our hearts ya allah ilahu alamin fill our hearts with your muhabbat ya allah fill our hearts with your muhabbat ya allah fill our hearts with your muhabbat ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah let us be forever prepared to meet you ya allah grant us complete preparedness at all times ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah save us from death in a condition of sin ya allah save us from death in a place of sin ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah grant us death at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah ya allah grant us death on complete and perfect iman ya allah grant us death on la ilaha illallah محمد رسول الله اله العالمين يا الله اله العالمين make our complete مغفرت before you take us يا الله اله العالمين يا الله you make our قبر gardens of jannah فاس يا الله raise us on the day of qiyamah يا الله يا الله with رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم with the sahaba ikram with the awliya of the ummah يا الله اله العالمين grant us the shafaat of رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم Allah give us jannah al firdaus without any reckoning يا الله اله العالمين يا الله all those who have passed away make their complete مغفرت يا الله fill their قبرs with nur يا الله اله العالمين يا الله all those who have been believed يا الله grant them sabr jameel يا الله grant them ajr azim يا الله grant them himmat and courage يا الله اله العالمين يا الله يا الله you grant every ease and afiat يا الله اله العالمين يا الله all those who are sick give them shifa kamila ajila mustamira daima and i grant them complete cure from every ailment يا الله and i bring them back home completely recovered very soon يا الله اله العالمين whoever is ill whoever they may be يا الله grant them complete shifa and afiat يا الله اله العالمين Allah Allah grant us istiqamah to deen ya Allah grant us istiqamah to deen ya Allah ilahu alamin ya Allah Allah in this time of ya Allah difficulties and hardships ya Allah when so many signs are all around us ya Allah we are still so heedless ya Allah we have not yet been sincere toba ya Allah we are still carrying on our lives like nothing is happening ya Allah ilahu alamin how ya Allah how much of ghaflat we are in ya Allah ilahu alamin you forgive us ya Allah Allah remove us from this ghaflat ya Allah Allah remove us from this heedlessness ya Allah Allah grant Grant us, Ya Allah, the topic of becoming conscious, Ya Allah. Allah, make our hearts tremble out of your consciousness, Ya Allah. Milahu alamin, Ya Allah, make us more conscious of our salah, Ya Allah. Allah, we still busy our salah, Ya Allah. Milahu alamin, we still not conscious about amal, Ya Allah. We still engaging in haram, Ya Allah. Our eyes are still looking at all kinds of things, Ya Allah. Our ears are still listening to all kinds of things, Ya Allah. Our tongues are still involved in ghibat, Ya Allah. Milahu alamin, how much are we steeped in this ghaflat, Ya Allah? How heedless can we become, Ya Allah? Milahu alamin, Ya Allah. Save us from this heedlessness, Ya Allah. Allah, grant us a topic of sincere tawbah, Ya Allah. Milahu alamin, Ya Allah. Enable us to leave out all the vices and sins, Ya Allah. Bring us onto tawbah and nasuh, Ya Allah. Bring us onto taqwa, Ya Allah. Allah, keep us steadfast on taqwa, Ya Allah. Milahu alamin. Amin ya Allah fill our hearts with your muhabbat ya Allah fill our hearts with the love of the amal of deen ya Allah ilahu alamin grant us all the good that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam begged for save us from everything that he sought refuge from ya Allah ilahu alamin all those who asked us to make dua for them all who have raised their hands to this dua ilahu alamin ya Allah all those who hope we should make dua for them 
Ilahul Alamin, fulfill all their needs from the grave, Ya Allah. Fulfill all their pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Grant each one the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nasaluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma sa'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaag. Wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-ali al-azim. وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله